Doc Rivers continues to time and time again not get it when it comes to getting... Oh! Let him play! You bet one one bone to win 19. I'm just, where, what site do you use where you can actually bet one buck? I, they let you do 50 cent bets. Oh my goodness, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, literally, like he dropped Superman down like the drain. Comes out. Like, God damn it, Superman. <laughs> I don't know, honey. I don't know where he got that from. From Los Angeles, this is Dave in the City. Part of the Dit Cow Sports Network. Now, here's Dave Medina. Good evening, sports fans, and a pleasure to have you here for the big streamable media show. TV, I guess you could call it. But uh, there's TV going on everywhere these days, not just on your cable box or on your antenna. It's coming by way of Netflix, it's coming by way of Disney+, Plus. it's coming by way of Hulu+, Plus. it's coming by way of Amazon Prime Video, it's coming by way of HBO Max, coming by way of, uh, what's the new one, uh, the Paramount+, Plus, Peacock. It's amazing how many different companies have thrown a streamable service at us in the last year and a half, but uh, I love it. I really do, so this is going to be a good show. Um, we're going to do a random questions program tonight. And on this program, we're going to talk prim- primarily about The Mandalorian. But uh, after that, we're going to segue into some other shows, quite a few shows. I'm sure that we've had a lot of people getting into it. Um, I'm happy to have our, our good friends from the Oscars programs, Chris. Oh, I, <clears throat> excuse me. A couple quickies. Not Chris and, Chris and Georgia. That was that was that would have been yesterday. Um, but uh, and then uh, Andy <laughs> Seattle <laughs> joining us on the show. To get into uh, TV this time, as opposed to the movies, because the Oscars, what are you going to get with the Oscars this year anyway? So um, let's get going. Let's. Uh, we have a, a lot of TV to cover, particularly my one of my favorite shows of the last couple years, The Mandalorian, and what we call America's. Hold on, before we, okay, let me. We're getting, and, and what we call America's favorite moment in sports talk podcasting. That's right, folks. We're ready to return to the random questions this time. And the topic tonight, the questionarian, where we get into the Mandalorian, as I mentioned, and all the other stuff in our pandemic TV roundup. I'm really looking forward to talking some TV with these guys. So let's introduce them one by one. And we start with our buddy, a couple quickies back from uh, whatever he were, were back from uh, back from his um, days watching TV and everything else. How's it going, man? How, I haven't heard from you yeah! in a while. <laughs> this is our first time face to face. I think that's this right. Exciting. Love it. Your uh, video debut. I love it. <laughs> I know it's going. I'm stressed out all day. I'm like this is. Uh, <laughs> make sure I'm polished for good cow. <laughs> all is well man all is well thank god i love it i love it that's good to see we're you. doing uh junk man's uh podcast so i listen to my podcast with junk man and i listen to yours on the alaska i did a rod today and i was cringing at my own podcast performance because i say you know about 90 times uh so <laughs> it's i'm very mindful of my verbal tics now yeah, you're really spreading you know. your wings in the podcast world, though. I, <laughs> I know, man. Can't wait to see you lost it. Your, you lost your exclusivity. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. Junkie's show is great, isn't it? This new screening show. Yeah, it's really good. It's a good show. It's really good. It's good show. So I urge all of you to listen to it 
Um, you can catch up on all the shows that 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 Quicks and I and I, I consider him out of your coaching tree, Dave. Yeah, really you're right. gonna, would, you know, yeah, you know, your your parcels to his Belichick or vice versa, <laughs> or whatever. There's no shame if junk man blows up. Yeah, no <laughs> shame at pl- all. Give him the plug. I stepped on the plug. Give him the plug. Oh yeah, I plant. I mean, this this is a seed that's growing into a beautiful tree. Scre- screening giants, right? So, Absolutely, you know, screening we giants. We want to give it a plug. You can find him on uh, Twitter as well at screening giants. So uh, if you want to check out the next, find out about when the episodes are. Lots to cover, and in March. I'll give you a little tease, guys. We're going to be covering the... We're going to do a special March Madness mini-series in the middle of March for March Madness. So we're going to cover a lot of great topics. We're going to cover NC State and the big upset of Houston. We're going to cover uh, the Big East. We're going to cover the Fab Five. It, you you will love these programs. We'll, we'll have that for you about a month from now or during the ne- this next month, I guess. So let me introduce our next, program, our next uh, guest tonight. The other leg of our normal Oscars previews, and that would be Andy in Seattle. Welcome back, Andy. How's it going? Not too bad. Hey, thanks for having me on, and uh, nice to see everybody. I I just went for a walk and hit my uh, marijuana pen. It just it, it feels like March. It's starting to feel like March. We're watching games. Uh, you know, it's not going to be the same experience, but you know, you just talking about the whatever you're going to be talking about with your March, you know, programming and all the different college teams. I'm, I'm getting into it. We talked about it on the board today, you know, uh, it's, it's coming. The the weather's changing. Um, but yeah, I Googled. Birds are chirping. The, yeah. Birds be chirping. I Googled, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't, I never watched the golden globes even in a non COVID year. Um, I looked up the winners, uh, and I was like, oh, I watched some of those shows and, the movie, like, do you guys ever see that movie Palm Spring? Well, now we're getting off track, but like, how did that movie? Like, it was a decent movie, but I'm surprised Samberg got nominated for like best actor in a comedy or musical. But um, because of the Oscars being so delayed, I guess the the voting ends in a couple days, and then we'll get the re- the actual uh, nominees announced like in uh, ten days or so. So I'm still gonna try to go through the exercise of watching all the wow. best pictures and. You know, we have to Google where can I stream this or some of the. But this, this is a lot like you know pandemic baseball. You know, fifty-four <laughs> games of you know, kind of. That's a great. It's analogy. like get, it's, it's like getting your cock jerked off the half mast. Doesn't really count, but your cock did get touched. So somewhere in there, something good happened. But it's not all the way. Yeah, I guess you got to give him credit. I, for I think trying. that's I think that's the academy's motto this year. Actually, it's like a half jerk cock. Yeah, we. <laughs> You want to talk asterisk Academy Awards? This is it in an exceedingly big way. I mean, these I, movies, come on. Uh, this yeah, is now no juice whatsoever. Maybe, yeah, maybe I'll just hand wave seeing the... I'll, I'll try to sit down and watch Mank just because that's the one movie that I remember getting all sorts of hype yes. stuff. And No Bad Land seems good, so I'll get in the mix with that. <laughs> yeah, but no, I'm ready to talk some TV. Yeah, I am too. I think this is a good decision. Like we could have tried to do an Oscars preview, but this is going to be a more fun topic. So um, there'll be a lot to talk about. I'm sure you guys have seen way more shows than I have in the last year, but certainly the big, the big show for me has been the Mandalorian. And I, I think it's a good place to start. Um, Andy, I know you're halfway through this series. You, you're about two episodes in the ser- season two and keep watching it. It gets good. Oh, yeah. It gets even better, you know, but, uh, but we've all seen season one. A tremendous season. 
Um, all in all, a really good show. I'll just quickly give the audience a synopsis of what the show is. So this is a story of a bounty hunter. He looks a lot like Boba Fett. He's not Boba Fett, but he looks like him. And he's get he was commissioned, as he always tends to be, to kill people or retrieve people or bring people to other people. In this case, it is a creature they want to bring to somebody. But the creature happens to be a baby-sized Yoda species who uh, we learn... Um, okay, I can't I can't say the name yet, but but we but we we know through most of the series we know him as the child, and he and the adventure is trying to get him to his home basically, but they find a lot of interesting things along the way, and it is it is wild, and so that's where that's basically the synopsis. It's about getting this little kid home, and all the little hijinks they get into along the way, but then there's a lot of backstory and it's like stuff that takes place. It takes place, of, to me, it feels like a month after Return of the Jedi. Um, it could have been a year, but it certainly wasn't more than a year after that, after the events of that movie. And then it's obviously a prelude to the next series in the saga, you know, The Force Awakens and The Rise of Skywalker and The Last Jedi and all that. So it, it's quite interesting. It's a, It really has been a tremendous show, and I'll give it to Cookies first. I mean... This has been an interesting program. I don't know if you were in on it from the beginning, but uh, what were you, what have been your thoughts watching this series? And and uh, certainly you can reveal as many details as you can from season one at least. But your thoughts? I, I was not in it. I think we can dance around the spoilers. But to me, the whole theme is the feeling you get from it. I was so scarred by the last batch of Star Wars where I'm like, this is just silly nonsense. I guess... We're all in a relative age bracket where you kind of grew up with Star Wars. Me, probably a little more than you guys. You guys are a little more the young bucks on the old, the old, uh, the old Mandalorian hanging around the range. And you know, it's ubiquitous, and you know, it's amazing. It gets stamped on your soul, and you get the first trilogy. You're like, oh Christ, this sucks. And then they come out with the J.J. Abrams and all that nonsense, and it was just like, you're like, is the magic there? Can the magic be restored? And then you have this gift of a project, The Mandalorian. And I I did not watch season one. And everyone's like, you have to watch Mandalorian. You have to see it. And I'm like, whatever. I'll see it when I see it. And finally, after just getting raked through the coals, I watched it. And I've become that person now going to everybody. Like, you have to see this show. You have to watch Mandalorian. <laughs> it's so fantastic. It's such a throwback. It's such like, just a great feeling and it's uh you know we can we'll avoid where it goes it goes great places for you andy or anyone who hasn't seen it yet and uh, but even you know in the baby steps it's still just a great feeling to me and that's what they nail in a big way yeah definitely it definitely captures the authenticity of the original series you know four through, through six for the the nerds out there i love it it's a great show and uh andy let me give it to you for what your thoughts are on the show so far yeah, I I just realized that because I'm sure you have some listeners that haven't seen seen it either. So I was like, are they gonna conceal spoilers just because I haven't seen it? I was like, oh, Dave's got listeners that haven't seen it either. So uh, yeah, I'm I uh, I don't use the word buff that often, but I guess I'm an original Star Wars buff. I loved Episode Four, Five, and Six. I remember my parents watched it with me. You know, I had like a VHS of all of them, you know, probably taped from HBO back in like the mid eighties or whatever. Um, 
loved Return of the Jedi. So yeah, I loved all the original, you know, the original trilogy. Episodes one, two, and three came out when I was like in high school. I think uh, yeah, so in the late nineties, they those came out pretty fast. Like I didn't hate them. Uh, the first one was obviously underwhelming, but that's chapter one. I mean, it's gonna suck. It's just setting the tone, obviously, after the fact of four, five, and six. And yeah, it was, you know, if Lucas could have a do-over, I'm sure he would. But, you know, I, I like part three. I mean, the acting was kind of blah, and Hans Christian Aronson, whatever his name is, he, you know, he wasn't that good. But, you know, we, <laughs> we want to see Vader. We want to see how Vader become Vader, and we did. And then episode seven, eight, nine, like, uh, I just, we just had to watch them. I, I uh, I like Adam Driver, so I I was so juiced up to see Episode Seven, and it was okay. Quickies. I remember when the number eight came out, and you know, spoiler alert, uh, when Mark Hamill was in it. I think Mark Hamill came back for. Well, I think Mark Hamill was in Seven and Eight. And anyway, no spoiler. But when you were like talking about the very end of Episode Eight, and you used the spoilers, I'm like, I wonder what he's talking about. And then I actually saw it, and I was like. Oh, this is what they're going to do. <laughs> That's what happens. Like, yeah, it's just like, I don't know. I feel like the seven, eight, and nine, they, the, they almost like did too much. And as you mentioned, like with Mandalorian, I think they might've just harnessed it in a little bit because yeah, you can do everything now with uh, graphics and presentation and, and effects. And we can talk about this later. I feel like, every effect that's got like flying spaceships around, like if you close your eyes, you don't know if you're watching like a star Wars episode seven, eight, nine, or like a Marvel. Cause they all sound the same. All the flying flying vehicles sound the same at this point, but with Mandalorian that, yeah, I think they, they uh, stepped it back a bit. I don't know if they made it more dialogue driven, but they, you know, in terms of a storyline that was more important than, you know, weirdness and yeah, baby Yoda, um, I guess Disney didn't expect this baby Yoda character to like take off in terms of it did. Cause I remember last year when he was introduced, like they were running out of all the baby Yoda inventory, like off the shelves and all the memorabilia and the merchandise, even this Christmas, they're selling like hotcakes. Uh, you know, I don't like baby Yoda. I think he's wicked annoying, but whatever, you got to <laughs> just deal with it. But, uh, <laughs> You know, he's, you know, there's a, he's cute, but it's just, he's annoying sometimes. And I, I think episode, that kept me from jumping into it because I saw that. I'm like, what is this stupid shit? Like, I'm not, so I didn't go, I wasn't in on season one. And then, yeah, like I said, little, finally got warned up. Of a, yeah, a little bit of a turd, but I, I'm, I'm into it. Like, I, as I think I mentioned offline, like my girlfriend and I, we hammered it through season one. That was like peak quarantine, peak COVID. And then uh, we we're all psyched to watch the second season. And we're just on different, like, first world problems, like TV watching, like, programs. Like, I could watch, like, two episodes at, like, 11 at night. She's like, I got focus. It's too late. Let's watch something more, like, stupid. And so, as I told you, I've already watched, like, an episode, like, behind her back. I'll watch it again. Um, and it's good. Like, uh, it's good stuff. I, I'm curious to see how the story evolves. And, you know, I know, like. How Dave long did it take to watch the first season with her? 
first season um with her with her like three weeks maybe four weeks i don't okay. remember how i didn't know i didn't know if you had like a long weekend or something where you just no it was through a not like we didn't like hammer it through like a day but it was spread out in like two or three weeks so it was relatively quick and because i don't think disney released them all at once like i think they were still coming out like every week or whatever i got a runny nose sorry hey mike you already know um <laughs> on camera but um like you got to try your best to avoid spoilers. That's another first world problem. You go on yahoo.com when these shows are like getting, you know, in real time and just like, wow. And scene leaves viewers shocked. And you're just like, what the fuck? I don't even want to like, what are you doing here? It's hard. You can't, yeah. go, you can't go on Twitter and like, Oh, that familiar face left people smiling at the end. It's like, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> that's a try it's it's tough i don't know how i did it i managed to somehow avoid all that crap and i was lucky but how uh, how fast did you watch it Dave? um good question i think it took me about well season one i probably was able to do it in two weeks and then season okay. two was probably another two weeks because i kind of did it See, all what, so once i finally got into it i watched it probably in three days oh like, wow i powered i powered through this that's not but a, like Andy said, I was wrapped up in the spoiler theme because I heard, I knew it was going to start leaking. I think I watched it within a couple days of it getting the final episode of season two getting released where everyone's like, you have to watch it. <laughs> and I'm like, if I don't, I'm going to get spoiled. I was spoiled anyway, but I'm just like, ah. but no, it was, uh, you know, it's one of those shows you're watching. Your girlfriend was probably right, Andy, because I'm like half asleep watching it. I'm wondering am I missing anything, but like, it's like, give me more of this shit. <laughs> I'm ready for season three. <laughs> like whenever it comes out, like I'm, I'm ready. Oh yeah, let's go. You know, so I, I will say no more as far as uh, that because yeah, it, it's totally worth it. So if you guys, I, I mean, is there anything else I can say about it? Well, uh, the cameos have been great. I have enjoyed uh, having oh, guys like Carl Weathers and. Um, Quicks, you would have the better idea of all the guest people that were in there. Some yeah, really Andy, names. have you seen the comedian that shows up on the show? Yeah, in season one. The name escaped yeah. me though, but he's Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Bill Burr. Yeah, yeah. Bill so Burr. He, does, he does. He does return. Spoiler, but um, I don't think that's a big one. But um, well, we've got a few things we can bounce through today, though. Like what I love about the show is like that's what immediately drew me in. Like I watched the first, you know nine minutes of the first episode like oh my god this is the good the bad the ugly you know it's the you know star wars always is the western and or whatever they say the serial movie so this here's your like your real your real space western and all those themes you know and you know there's a um an old john wayne movie called the three godfathers where it's these kind of bachelors kind of roughy you know rough scruffy guys and they have to bring this girl across the west so i think they took a lot of that theme you know like the, the badass now has to take care of a kid and navigate everything that a badass goes through weaving his way through the world so i think you have some of that here and i think there's a little as with all star wars there's a little bit of that samurai theme and samurai and westerns have had a lot of crossover with what they do so you have all all this stuff you can kind of sip on and uh you know like you're finding your little uh your little uh, apple essence and a little taste of walnut in your wine you know it's 
in this Star Wars brew, there's a lot of little tastes you can you can pick up. It's, it's all good stuff to me. Yeah, I think it's really cool that there's a you know there's a primary story and you're following that you're going through it the the here or the now, but then there's like a larger story running in parallel with this story, and then they kind of lead into it as you go through it, which is part of what I was getting. What that's where the second season really can be a payoff, Andy, and you'll see that as you go through it. But um, who have been some of your favorite characters in the show? I guess not the baby Yoda. I liked him because he has a propensity to eat, so I can relate. So I'm a fan. I'm more a fan than you guys were, but um, Andy, I, I am a Baby Yoda fan. Andy, <laughs> Andy's Captain No Fun. Who could hate Baby Yoda? But somehow he does. But, uh, I get it. I'm bro. with him. <laughs> I'm. I'm with. Well, who's the uh, comedian from um, David Sedaris' sister? What is her name? Amy Sedaris. Ah. She plays the crazy curly-haired mechanic on Tatooine. Yeah. That's the like babysitter. Her. She annoyed me at first, but then she grew on me. Like she uh, playing cards with the uh, droids. That was that was nice. Who was and the droid too? There's a really good droid character in season one. As I'm thinking back to that. Oh yeah. When he has the shootout, like the, the droid like spinning his head around, and he, the droid gets reprogrammed. Uh, oh, is that episode one almost? Was that was that se- was season episode. one? I guess it was. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah I think it, I think that's the first episode because he yeah. said he hates droids. He never wants to work with droids. Yeah, that was the deal. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's a good droid. He kind of reminded me of that guy from Rogue One too. The droid did. And the old, the old guy is Werner Herzog, the director. That's mm-hmm. the very first guy in the series that's trying to get Baby Yoda to go wherever he's going. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then Andy, I don't know if you've gotten to Giancarlo Esposito is one of the. Well, he's at the end of season one. So. Yeah, I'm waiting for him to pop up in season two, and I'm sure he will, because that was yeah. a great little. Uh, tease the end of season one the very last scene mm-hmm. he's like darth vader with an accountant's head you know <laughs> yeah. just, uh, normal, normal businessman in the darth vader suit. Uh... <laughs> now nah, he's good i like him i i think darth gideon is one of my favorite characters too so that's a good one. Oh, you know his names i didn't even know that i'm just like oh there's gene Carter. Oh, it's moff gideon moff gideon to be specific so. <laughs> i got confused because of the costume he- but I mean, everything about it, though, to me, is great. Like, we're, yeah, we're, we've never seen dirty stormtroopers, right? It's right. So we can say that. It's after Empire or after uh, Jedi. So, mm-hmm. like, they've lost, but they're all kind of grimy. Like, no one's putting money into, into white, you know, battle armor polish, I guess, now. <laughs> so they're kind of all... Just as inept, though. Uh, as we, all as grimed up. up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just shoot them once, and then they just fall over. It's just, just like old times, you know? <laughs> Uh, good stuff. No, that that's the stuff I love in the show, though. It's all that texture and that feel, like the little the little details, the little notes. That just yeah, make it. They put a lot of work um, into that. You can you can tell, right? Like they, the the amount of effort they put into those details. The details are really just charming. Yeah. Um. So, Andy, who are some of the other guys that are other folks from the show that you've been you've been a fan of? I mean, I think it's more for me. Just uh, some is greater than the parts because. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, like I said, it's just the theme. Like it's big budget, so to to piggyback, like piggyback the fact that it's so big budget that they can fill in all the details. But they don't. Uh, just because it's big budget, they, they don't get like silly. That you know, we're talking about the very beginning. Like you can have big budget and not be like, don't make it a complete circus. So they pick and they pick their spots. Uh, to utilize their big budget, you know, and 
yeah, just all the callbacks, you know, it's not to sound like a total geek with the Star Wars, but just all the callbacks, like when they go to, when they go to, te- you know, I, I they go to Moss Eisley yeah. a few times, and I, I like that stuff. Yeah. That's and, uh, true. And even, you know, I don't know if they'll ever go to, you know, the Dagobah system, but, you know, it's just, <laughs> or, or, you know, or Hoth or anything. I just, I just, just like that stuff. Yeah, grimy storms, troopers. Especially in that first couple episodes where like uh there's that, that that old guy that's yeah, just like he's got two stormtroopers at as his like personal like bodyguards or you know, mm-hmm. private detail or whatever. So you're just like, what's these last like remnants of the Empire yeah. just on the on the lamb? It's wild, and, they're hanging on. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Your just, takeaway really is the rebels sucked. Like they really did not know, you know, they were like Buster Douglas went in the big one, right? They they knocked out the Death Star and they didn't know what the fuck to do with it. You know, Buster knocks out Tyson, then he's like, you know what? I'm gonna eat nine cakes and uh, let me lay down this fucking title as fast as I can. Bert Cooper, who? Yeah, seriously. Let, let me jump right. Let me jump right into a vendor. Get my head knocked. In. Yeah, now I'm gonna get diabetes right. in this room. Because seriously, they really really didn't know how to deal with prosperity, these kids. Correct. Because (laughs) we're not even like a year after the fact. And it's like, wow, really? You guys are losing your grip on this whole thing so fast. It's just, it's true. Han leaves his wife somewhere in the middle of this. You know, Mm -hmm. Leia's, you know, too bad she didn't have TMF to run the, you know, run the (laughs) galaxy. Smooth. Yeah. (laughs) It's wild. And then in the back, you just see them just like crafting all this extra stuff. You have like Tie Fighters that can land on the on, that can that can land on their own now. And it's just like wow, this is pretty trippy. I like the Tie Fighters, no doubt. Yeah, they've improved the technology a lot, so that's it's it's pretty impressive. Um, uh, okay, I guess we can do some final thoughts on this program, and then we'll move on to other ones. Um, Andy, you I'll let you go first. Uh, final thoughts for Mandalorian. Um... I, I I really didn't do any like prep work for this podcast, but like I just like there's this first world problem I have of like there's too much to watch, and I know with Disney they they got their hands in the Star Wars universe, they got their hands in the Marvel universe, and there's gonna be like not only a new Mandalorian season, but there's gonna be like an Obi Wan season, and there's gonna be like a Disney uh, show on Disney Plus that's just about like one specific character from. Uh, Rogue One, where they're like, I don't know, like before they try to work with whatever her name is, the redhead with the short hair, Mon Mothma, whatever, to steal the death, like before all that. It's just like, there's too much stuff. And I'm just gonna, you know, geek out and be like, where's Admiral Thrawn? Do you guys know who Admiral Thrawn is? <laughs> <laughs> Why aren't they following the Admiral Thrawn books? I don't know. Just, just stuff like that. Yeah. And just like, I still never saw Solo. Like I want, I that's now I'm going to change. Like they could have done a much better like Solo uh, Genesis story or origin story. And the fact that they hand waved the Boba. Fett, but you didn't you know, see it. You didn't see Solo yet. You said no. But I, Solo uh, is surprisingly good. I was and okay. I was very much in a in a theme to be like, fuck this movie. I was so sick after that. You know, Luke Skywalker sucking on blue milk titties, whatever was going on in that movie, and they released Solo, and I and that killed the box office for it. 
I know I know Harrison Ford. But it's like, actually it's not terrible. It's not good, but it's like, you know, it, it's passable. You know, it, it is definitely not it's not bottom third of Star Wars. Because you know how Harrison Ford like hates Han Solo, so it's like, well, if Robert De Niro and Pesci and uh Pacino can look like twenty-five year old versions of themselves in the Irishman, like <laughs> why don't they just redo the solo origin story with Harrison Ford looking like, you know, twenty year old version of himself? <laughs> Deep fake Ford. Yeah, deep fake Ford. Uh, and who, are these, who are these guys? What the fuck is Harrison Ford to complain about Han Solo? You, you got the great, one of the great characters ever. Like, what? These guys are truly tough to take. <laughs> they, yeah, you're not wrong about that. That is true. I mean, he tends to be a bit of a curmudgeon about his own like legacy. Huh? Yeah. And don't, don't take the paycheck, though. Harrison Ford, he's got lost in the Dagobah system. We, we don't know where he is. <laughs> no one can find the Falcon. No, he'll take the paycheck and he'll he'll grumble through it. But rant over, sorry, Dave. <laughs> no worries, no worries. Uh, let's give it to you, quicks, for for final thoughts as far as the uh, as far as the Mandalorian. Well, Dave, maybe we could tap dance and dance around when you say final thoughts. I've seen the whole season, so yeah. where you know, in the most roundabout, oblique ways, where do you think we can go from here? Yeah, great question. They I mean, say they say this is the way. What is the way of the Mando now? Because <laughs> I could very much see it being over right here, and there's been talk that could happen. You know, it does seem what like more, I what mean, more I... story do we necessarily have with you know? Without that's not spoiling anything. I don't think to say. I I think that's a great question. Just like, to say we're at a crossroads. Let's say yeah, it. absolutely. Because there it, there definitely is a crossroads scenario. In effect, there is. You could end the show where it is, and Andy will see where it is. But um, we know, we know, we know they won't. But, you know, no, but like where? So that becomes where do you take it now? You know? Yeah, that's we, a, we can't get too I, deep into it, and we don't know where. But yeah, it, it's a it's a tremendous question, but there's opportunity with it too. Like it, maybe it'll go to an even greater place. We hope so. Yeah, you know. Like, so, I I don't have any. I can't speculate as to which direction they'll go, but um, I'm hoping it's a good one. I mean, they've done it tremendously so far with this program, so hopefully more of the same. One theme I have heard about on just the actor talent standpoint, and we didn't even get into the Gina Carano stuff, but like, what's the point? Um, the Mandalorian himself, I forget his Pedro name, Pascal. Actor. Pedro Pascal, yes, yeah, thank you. Right. He, uh, you know, what's the whole theme of the Mandalorian? Don't take the mask off. But what do actors want? They want FaceTime. So uh, now they're kind of like, how do we wrestle with this? You know, we, you know, now he's a star. Hey, I want my mask off. I want to, you know, I want to emote. I want you to see my face, you know, frequently here. And uh, uh, it's tricky. And I think they're like, this is not the way. Keep <laughs> the fucking mask on. That's the gimmick. So we'll see what happens there. So. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, we'll see. All right, so. Now we segue to some other programs on uh, that we've been watching. I can't exactly go. I have no word to jump to, but I will quickly make a mention of WandaVision because I finally saw some of it. Um, I saw some of it today, actually. I saw a little bit of it before we started our program tonight. Um, it's weird, I'll say, but uh, I know where it's going. I have a feeling that I have a feeling what this is about. It's just a little odd. To see it now, I need to see the entire season to really get a feel. But my friends, including Quickies, have been gushing about this program, and I know it's for good reason. I mean, Beebs loves the show. Everybody on the board, and when you when you get the board in unison loving a show, 
That is extraordinary. You know they hate everything. So if they love WandaVision, <laughs> you know there's something to it. So I gotta feel I find a feel through. Now can I dare ask a snapshot of where you think it's going? Since it's not a spoiler, you haven't seen it. Um, I just want—I want to take your temperature. You guys can spoil because I'm so far behind the Marvel. No, you it's not even a spoiler because you'll—you'll—there's you, you, nothing to spoil yet at this point. They yeah. only an episode or two in. So. This doesn't affect the the, the your—you know—if you're—I you're, know Andy's still going through the MCU, but this does not affect that. I promise you. So, where I think it's going, so after an episode and a half, what I think it is is that so the two characters in the show who are the stars are two incredibly ancillary characters in the MCU. Like, they were pretty useless in the actual MCU. Wanda, the Scarlet Witch, and Vision, mm-hmm, or absolutely. whatever the hell her name is. Those are the ones. Elizabeth Olsen and the British guy and everything. Yeah. <laughs> and and this is, like, their chance to really star in a program, star in a Marvel kind of uh, universe, in, like, to have a starring role in the Marvel universe. And to be honest, they do a good job. I think it's very interesting. So what what I'm seeing is that they're they're basically trapped inside i don't know a t inside a tv world and what they're doing is they're trying to navigate they're trying to get through this and there might be something bigger going on uh, around this but my interpretation so far after only an episode and a half and again there's going to be a lot more to reveal but they have been put into basically like your tv your cable box right because like they're first they're going through dick van dyke and then they're going through Bewitched, and I don't know where it goes from there because I'm only in the middle of that one. I don't want to confirm or deny anything, but that's, but okay. Ah, <laughs> so there might be something. I might, I might be onto something. Okay, so that's the idea. So they're they're kind of you're, in a, you're you're not you're not cold. You're not cold. Okay, I'm not so cold. It's, I wouldn't call you hot, but uh, you're not cold. <laughs> so there's Maybe something you don't you don't you don't you don't need a jacket where you are right now. You're you're good. <laughs> <laughs> that's good to know so i think the overarching theme around what they're doing keeps me interested because what they're doing so far is very uninteresting it's just like two really run-of-the-mill sitcom episodes otherwise but unless you're just really really like tu- you have real tunnel vision you recognize that this is something bigger around what's happening and so the question then is, why are they stuck in like TV, in like in like inside like a TV signal? Like, what are they doing, and what is the purpose? Obviously, at the end of episode one, there's a little hint to that. Um, it's interesting. It's interesting, but it doesn't seem interesting on the surface, and that's the reason why you keep watching. So I'm I'm curious now to see where it goes. So uh, that is the number one thing to get people invested in it, because I've had friends who basically pulled the plug at where you're at two episodes you're like this is stupid what is this i don't know where it's going i i was intrigued enough just to stay with it you know i was uh there from day one i'm not super mr marvel man but uh, i'm glad i did it's it's these superhero movies they all feel like the same kind of story or like someone you know gets something happened to their health and then they get this superpower or they've had, you know, some bad family dealing and then they get a superpower. It's kind of all all that kind of stuff. And, you know, um, this just felt like such a fresh way to get into a superhero story, you know? So that's, that's the real reason I'm going to have for this show. You know, just, it's like finally something a little different. Yeah. And you know, all these stories, how many spider, they've been Spider-Man three times in 10 years, (laughs) four times 
if you count the Miles true, Morales movie. The, the, uh, Into the Spider-Verse counts as one. Yes, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it certainly does. You know, So it's just kind of like how often like you a, hear the same story every time. Absolutely. So this is a little bit of a different story. So that's that's I, my main selling point. I think that makes a lot of sense. That's a very good point because... And just stay invested. If you, you know, it's worth the journey. I, that's what I tell people. If you, if you get through episode four and you don't like it, then you can bail. But I right. have not met anyone that's got through four and... Hasn't been like, oh my god, I can't wait till next week. So, yeah, that's my little, that's my sales pitch. So I think I recommend it, even if you're not a fan of comic book movies, um, Andy. And I think that's the way to go, because it's not a comic movie at all. Like this is very uncomic book movie. Like, and I think you don't even know what it is when like, we watch the first episode. Like, what? What is this? But yeah, it's unique. Right? It really is. Finally, we have something unique. Like, it's yeah, kind of all the meta. Blah blah blah, folding in on itself. That's good. No really doubt. Cool. Yeah. Andy, you're watching the Hell Hydra show, right? Or what, what show is that? The uh this is a Hydra show? So I I'm right now I'm I Is it pulling, agents of whatever? Uh I am pulling I'm I'm pulling a full fiddle here. I'm doing it by the book. Even though Fiddle <laughs> tweeted was like actually like the chronological way in the universe doesn't make as much sense as when they actually were released. It's like fiddle being anti fiddle. When I'm trying to be fiddle, like the one time I'm trying to be fiddle, he's like, "Don't be fiddle." He's like, "Come on." <laughs> so yeah, I am. I I'm in the Marvel comic, uh, whatever you want to call it, the sequence. So the MCU. I've watched, I've watched all the Mar. I've watched all the Iron Man's. I've watched Thor one, Thor two, Avengers one. So before I can watch Captain America, when I watch the I even. You know, Hulk, even though you don't really need to see it because it's Ed Norton versus Eric, you know, uh, Mark Ruffalo. But I watch Hulk. Um, so I guess before you watch, and I even watched Captain Marvel, wasn't bad. Um, so I watched, yeah, I'm getting, I'm slowly climbing up the hymen ladder. But uh, but your debate was Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., right? Were you going to watch that show? So I, uh, but before that, so before to watch, I, I watched uh, Agent Carter, which I, I would, I recommend Agent Carter. It's only, it's two epi- uh, It's two seasons long. It's eighteen episodes. Days oh my god! I gotta get into this. Please. No, no, I, I remember it on ABC. I forgot. I've never seen it. I, Agent like, Carter. She's a good. Like, this, this, this is like if you're Catholic, the difference between being a priest and going to church on like Christmas and Easter. Oh, Andy cool. is fully ordained in the MCU. <laughs> fucking Full watching every man, ancillary yeah. property. Yeah, I just like the. I like stuff that takes place in the '40s, so it does. You know. Season one, season two. It's only two seasons, so 18 episodes, and it takes place in the, you know, mid-40s. Good-looking. I like Agent Carter. That yeah. whatever, She's a good-looking girl in the in the mm-hmm. show, and there's some good eye candy. So I finished that, and yeah, so Marvel Agents of the Shield, I'm supposed to watch, like, the first 10 episodes before Winter Soldier, and it's okay. It's, it's kind of mindless. Um, I'm not a big, what's the guy named? Agent Polson. Agent whatever Coulson, his name yeah. Is. Colson, it's okay. I don't get like they're always. Dave, did, have you watched it? I haven't watched it, but I'm familiar with Agent Colson himself because they're always on this airplane. Yeah. Like, where yeah. does the airplane land? Yeah. It's like that's their headquarters. It's like this flying fortress. It's also a lot of eye candy on the show. It's 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 okay. <laughs> like, but yeah, you know, Chris, to your point on you made a couple weeks ago on the board, you're just like. I actually thought you were serious, and I reread it. I was like, oh, he had like that gator, like that crying. <laughs> crying image like i still don't really know what it is but that, 
that, that people use that smiley on the board with like the kid called like this and the alligator with the tears or whatever. And you're like, here's something you need to know about Hydra. I actually would like to know more about Hydra and the Tesseract and all that stuff so, yeah. and dark matter. So yeah, I'm geeking out with that. It's uh that's a show that I'll never watch with my girlfriend. But I, mean, I no, yeah. I'm not a big Thor fan, mm-hmm. but I do want to. I, I just want to p- get through it because that's actually like the boards actually talked about all those Avenger movies for years now. You know, Beebs is a big fan of Captain America and the Avengers. Like Little Birdie is like the Marvel like Adonis on the board. I yeah. think like Umberto Clamhouse, he loves all the comics. So. Like Beebs being deep into Marvel shocks me, but I'm definitely glad to see it. But yeah, I would not so have been Beebs for hardcore Marvel. Yeah, so I'm, you know, I'm, I just I don't for for whatever reason like I'm not. I think my original like aversion to like the Iron Man movies is like I'm not a big Robert Downey. Like he's just like he's all over the place. So I, I I don't know, but it's warmed up to me. Iron the Iron Man character is warmed up to me. I like I like Howard Stark. Uh, Tremendous, you know, yes. Yeah, so it's good. I'm getting into. It. I'm glad. You know, better late than never. This uh, is I'll totally even... your first immersion into it. You weren't you weren't watching any of it as we went. No, so uh, I had watched Iron Man and Iron Iron Man two like when they came out like in oh eight or oh nine or whatever. Okay, like. Thor never did it for me, but I, I'll, I get it. I like it's weird. I'm like Anthony Hopkins. My God, can you go through the motions anymore? Like, because <laughs> I'm like, wow, Anthony. There's some like famous people in the Thor movies. And I'm just like, wow, like they must have. They're either like comic book aficionados deep down, or like, oh, what you paying me? Natalie Portman will be in it. <laughs> Well, I know we've told you this before. You will you will get paid off on Thor Ragnarok. That is, you know, what comes up again, yeah. an- another another new original kind of superhero. That was that's still pretty fresh. Yeah, because Clam the, the solo movies that might be the best solo Marvel movie. If I had to guess, really. Wow, which one? Which one? Uh, Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. I, but well, we're getting into spoiler territory so, the slightest of ways. Captain America versus uh, Winter Soldier, Bucky. Um, that is really like a half an Avengers movie. So I can't really count that as a solo, but it is under the Captain Umbrella umbrella. So like if it if we're being absolutist, it's that's the best non-Avengers Avengers movie. But oh, you're after that, that Thor, right, Thor Ragnarok. No, I haven't watched Winter Soldier. Oh, okay, but, okay, okay. But yeah, I mean, it's got to it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when. And uh, so agents of the shield, like I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to watch maybe even tonight. A couple. I, I may dip back into that now that you're, you're doing it. I think that was, I'm a, I'm a total, you know, snob for television and here I am working in it, but I'm a, agent you know. Carter is I like agent. Carter. I gotta see that. I, I need movie production value. So I just see like, you know, superhero TV show. I'm like, piss off. I need this fucking nonsense. Green arrow or the flash who could watch that stuff. Or yeah, those, I'm going to give that. I'm not going to watch daredevil. I'm not watching arrow. Well, you, just don't, just... you know, you know what? It's not even the money. It's like, you don't have the time to make those shows good. So that's what I will say for WandaVision. WandaVision feels like a four hour movie or whatever. It's going to end up being, you know, mm-hmm. eight half hour chunks. So they put a lot of work and time into it. So WandaVision oh. does not feel like TV. 
so the other thing about Agent uh, Carter is her boss is the sa- the actor that plays uh, Nucky Thompson's brother in Boardwalk Empire, who's always just like a fucking hot mess in everything he is. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Boardwalk Empire, yeah. I dabbled in that. I didn't watch the whole thing, but... I, oh, I, great show. It's a good show, great right? Show. Yeah, it's a totally good show. Totally. Gotta go find it. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I so now is that on is that only HBO Max you have to like get HBO for that one just to catch up on it? I think so. I think so too. HBO yeah, Max. HBO scenario. So that's all right. Wait, what show is HBO Max? That's What we're thinking Boardwalk. Agents of Shield of oh, Boardwalk, Boardwalk yeah, Empire, yeah. yeah. Good show though. I, mean, I saw like two episodes. I loved it. It was good. But I don't have HBO, so that's why I haven't seen the whole thing. So um uh, all right. So yeah, I mean Andy, you really are. I mean, I'm surprised how much you're into the Marvel scenario. This is this is really quite good. Just skip Iron Fist. That's boring. Don't please don't watch that. I don't even know if it's related, but don't watch it. It's it's not. No, it. It, I'm I'm just gonna do the shields until I'm like I don't know if I can do this anymore. And I'm gonna watch the movies, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Ant Man, Ant Man Two. Ooh, you're gonna love uh, Ant Man. Oh, Ant Man's good. That's uh, funny. Even, you know, Batman wow. is sneaky, sneaky good. Yeah, really... yeah, I like Paul Rudd. I like Paul Rudd. Um, you wouldn't think we could we could do jokey superhero movies, but that's definitely in the realm of comedy and superhero. Mm-hmm. And they walk the line, and they do a good job of it. Yeah, yeah, and I, you know, there's like, you gotta, you know, I'm dipping my, I'm, I'm, I'm not just like nibbling and I'm going all in. I want to go all in. So. Yeah. <laughs> You're doing it the right way. I mean, you know, the, you know, if you're talking about like how you play baseball the right way, well, you're doing Marvel the right way. This is perfect. Yeah. Like this is. Also, also, we're just watching TV too. So yeah. like, I'm not, not, not running the marathon, but I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got a lot of good juice in front of you, though. That's it's. Uh, you're gonna love it. It's gonna be great. You know, I'm not even fully caught up on Marvel myself, but I there's like a gap. Like I began with Iron Man. And I did the Thor. I did Captain America, and then there was a giant gap, and I'm like, that's kind of where I messed up. But then I can't, I pick it up, you know, and then we get into, um, I might have seen Age of Ultron, and then I kind of took it from there. Black Panther, Captain Marvel, you can skip that one too. Don't worry about that one. <laughs> no, just, um, the purest that you got to watch Captain Marvel like right after Captain America, because that's like, that's how you see how Samuel L. Jackson went from here to. That is true. That is true. That is true. That's a fair point. Now we went all Dan Crenshaw on us in one shot. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's that's good stuff. Okay, so that's tough to enjoy. Um it's tough to get off this Marvel subject. We have so much juice in this right now. Um And oh I love I mean Scarlett Johansson, I had no idea she was such a pivotal like she's in all the movies and obviously they're gonna do a story that Whatever she had, Black Widow or Red Widow. Black Widow origin story, yeah. I'm in. And that's, that that was one of the first casualties of the virus, right? That was supposed to be out last year this time. And yeah. Now they're, Interesting. I think they're, they're still sure. trying to get this out. You know, who's going to want to sit in the theater? Going to risk COVID to watch this stupid Black Widow movie? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a Marvel purist. I have to. I'm down. Here's a, a random question. Okay. <clears throat> Um, very inappropriate random question. Um, which one, which side of Mark Scarlett Johansson is more interesting to you? The top half or the bottom half? <laughs> very scintillating top half and bottom half. That's why I need to ask the question. 
I'm going to be super contrarian and go bottom half. Oh, uh, no, the bottom yeah, half yeah, has yeah, got I, some juice. I, I love it. I love it. Andy? I'll go, I'll go, I'll go, perf- no, I'll go, <laughs> I'll go, her to- I'll go, you know, top half. Very top impressive half. top half. <laughs> <laughs> I got to say the Wanda's top half is pretty, pretty remarkable as well. I, I didn't even realize that until I watched the show. I'm like, wow. I was like, I was not prepared for that. Uh, Dave, in the, Dave in the city after dark. <laughs> yeah. All right. I guess we can carry on. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this is why Disney Plus is going to make money. Cause send, it's in, like... send in your random questions and best top hats in Hollywood. And some of them are deceptive. That's what's so amazing. Like some, oh, <laughs> oh man, yeah. So all right, Dave, keep keep it keep it clean. Let's continue the program. <laughs> um, so we got to talk about some other shows that have been on in the last like year and a half. You've got like stuff like The Queen's Gambit. I have no feel for that. You have um, The Crown. No feel for that. Um, you quicks. You sent me a lot of shows which I still need to see. Uh, and where's my sheet? I don't have it, but. Like Peaky Blinders is a top of the list. Peaky, yeah, great good show. show, good show. I, yeah, I, I gotta check out that one. Um, I have not partaken in that either. What? Oh, you'll love it. And the best part about Peaky Blinders is yeah. like, I couldn't even like, I couldn't like I, it's like no spoilers. Like I wouldn't even be able to spoil it because like even though I've watched it, I couldn't really tell you what happened in each season. But it's so good. It's like it's uh. It's very it's got Boardwalk Empire vibes to it. Boardwalk Empire vibes on the other side of the that, that I can see. That looks looks for things. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely. like Birmingham, England, which is it's grimy and it's industrial and it's good. And uh, if you guys uh, do, you guys like um, what's that actor? He was Bane and Batman. He, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. He's in it. He's a great character. His guy's a great character. Sam Neill's in it. Uh, Adrian Brody's in it. There, it's it's great. I think they're doing one more season. And oh yeah, that's, they're doing a one more season. I think, and then a movie. Ooh! Wow! Big league, big time to tie it all together. Yeah, you guys got to get in Boardwalk. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I gotta finish that. Subtitles Board, on Boardwalk, yeah. Boardwalk or Peaky? I'm sorry, yeah. But Dave's gotta, Dave's gotta do Boardwalk I do, and I do both. And Peaky, Blinders. I think I have a year or two of Boardwalk left to go. It did run out of gas a little bit for me. Mm, okay. Yeah. I usually hate fucking television. Like I, that's why we do the Oscar show, right? Like right. I, I hate getting invested in these shows, and then it becomes like time, and then the season ends, and you're all depressed. You're like, oh, I gotta wait. <laughs> you know nine years for a, a new season yeah. so uh this, i've never watched more tv than this year you yeah. know since <laughs> i was like 18 years old like i've watched <laughs> they've really done a great, great thing yeah, nothing but time yeah it's a great definitely. problem to have it's a great problem <laughs> absolutely absolutely so um well this i guess the virus it's the year of tv in some ways i guess right like it's a lot of people have watched a lot of tv shows you had a lot of time at, at home you're sitting on your ass and you know it is Waiting for the virus then. So. No doubt. It's a blessing. I mean, you can finally catch up on shows you've been meaning to watch. Like I showed, I talked about it last year when I, when I caught up on Stranger Things. That's a show I've been meaning to watch for a long time. I'm really glad I caught up on it. That's a good show, you know. And then Mando was another one, and I caught up on that. So Peaky Blinders is next. 
Boardwalk is next. Uh, WandaVision is next. I mean, there's, it's just, it won't end. There's so much, kind of to your point, Quicks, it's like, there's so many good shows. Like, I'll, I'm going gonna... to... It's impossible. It's, it's impossible. It's, yeah. it's insane, like, how many goddamn shows there are. It's amazing. Did, now, did you do Cobra Kai? That was the other big one. I'm, I'm, I'm very, very close. I'm very close. I saw the trailer. I mean, very oh, You haven't started it yet. Andy, have you done Cobra Kai? No, but it's on my list. That's the thing. It's on my list. I still it need to watch, like, the last two episodes of Stranger Things Season 3. That was a show that I was consuming so fast. And I was like, I need to wait. I need to wait. I got to save it to the end. And then I... Like that's now I gotta like basically rewatch the whole season because I don't remember Stranger Things season three at this point, even though I was like eighty percent done with the season. That's what happened to me with Breaking Bad, where I'm like, I gotta, I gotta parse them out. There's only so many of these. I can't, I can't rip through them. And then I never, you know, I'm still in season one of Breaking Bad. So but Breaking and, Bad's uh, really good. Uh, I'm a season behind because uh, Better Call Saul. I, I thought that show was just like way too slow for me as good as but, it is it's just like it's just dry it's, it's not there's no ju- like the action that you got from breaking bad is lacking in what you get from better call saul i'll say this though if you grew up with cobra karate kid cobra kai is just like getting straight from fucking columbia the best kilo of coke you ever had and just injecting it in your body <laughs> This this television series you cannot you want to you want to you want to set up three TVs at once and just watch fucking three episodes simultaneously it is that fucking good it's thoroughly wrapped up in it and it's you know I, I it's embarrassing that. how fast I slam them but they're so <laughs> good and they're they're structured well where it's like yeah. another show we'll we'll kind of touch upon Andy you know kind of got me into through Mad Dog Yellowstone. Great. Yes. And Yellowstone, Andy, the theme of that show to me is like they you you watch an episode of Yellowstone, you're like, all right, that's it, I'm gonna go to bed. And the way they end these fucking episodes, you're like, oh, I gotta see what happens now. So then you're watching the next episode. So you gotta watch a few. You get no clean breaks in Yellowstone. Maybe I've seen now uh, 21 episodes of it. Another show I'm parsing out, but I'm not gonna be able to last much longer. There's probably two clean breaks where you can say like, "All right, that's it. That's a break in the story. We can relax and go to bed now." You know, it's like <laughs> every episode, so much is happening. They're just throwing shit at you. You're like, so much happens, it. and it's a ranch in Montana. This is nothing. That's nothing. This much has happened in Montana in history, but it's still yeah. incredible show. Wait, so yeah. we have a show, this Yellowstone show. That's it's this is Montana, isn't Yellowstone Wyoming? But what? But okay. So you have Yellowstone that. Park is mainly Wyoming, I think. But the, is it Montana, Andy? I think where they're at. Yeah, yeah it's or, Montana. Little, it's it's, Mo- it's a, Yellowstone Ranch. The oh, okay, yeah, okay, a sliver okay. of the, but it is up against the park. A sliver of the park is in Montana, actually. So okay. This okay. Story of the yeah these ranchers and it's kind of all these things going on. I gotta you know, check this out. Million things happening at once. It's it's basically you know. Pick Sopranos is what I call it. Yeah, it's, that uh, it's almost like a very modern, modern, modernized version of Cowboys and Indians too. Yeah, okay. yeah. You want to get real theme. deep into it? Get RD involved. It's like if you, if you strip it down, it's no different than the very first <laughs> Cowboy and Indian conflict. Like, but now it's like in the internet age and the Twitter age, it's still Cowboys versus Indians. Now, what service is this program on? Like which one? Paramount Network. 
Oh, well, it's, it's on the Paramount Peacock Network, now. so I can go to Peacock my... Peacock now is where it's at, though, I think. Yes, okay. if you want to stream it. Okay. And it got a little... It got a pop during the Super Bowl. And Andy, I actually didn't get... To, I was all busy today, so I didn't get to... I saw today they're doing a prequel, Yellow Yellowstone 1883, where it's the Dutton family on their way oh, to... Oh, wow. Montana, where you get a little more of the... the the backstory of uh is that tr- is that is that true um, wow they were already, that is true that's, yeah I'll be, I'll be into that we'll see how it goes costner so is just so great though costner is like the, the gravity of that show dave and all these other supporting actors are fantastic too it's kind of like it's tom brady in tampa right you got you know the old veteran to stabilize this young stud of talent and you know now you're seeing you know I Casey Dutton him. is Mike Evans, you know, flourishing under the, the old veteran. Yeah. So yeah, Yellowstone actually got me to watch uh, Lonesome Dove. You guys ever seen Lonesome Dove? No, but I would definitely mm. check it out. You should. I mean, it's. I don't know if you watch it, be like it's a little dated, but I mean, because it came out and I think in like the late '80s, it was a mini series. It won all sorts of awards, though. My dad for years was like, "You got to watch Lonesome Dove. You got to watch Lonesome Dove." And it's like, yeah, it's more hey, based story. on a novel or a couple of books or something like that. Yeah, based on a novel. Uh, it's very much much more traditional cowboys than it is how it takes place in the mid 1800s. But it's got Tommy Lee Jones, Robert Duvall, the guy from Silver Spoons, Richie Schroeder. Uh, Tom Berenger. Tom Berenger is he in it too? No, the uh, Robert Urich. Okay. In it, there's like Chris Cooper, like a very young Chris Cooper. Wow. It's it's great, and so I think it's probably like six or seven hours long as a miniseries, maybe nine hours long. But it's it's good, and that's available. I'm sure we could you could watch it on Hulu or Amazon yeah, Prime. Have, I don't have to fire up. That is Peaky, okay. maybe the next one though. So the guy, the, I don't know if anyone either of you guys watch Sons of Anarchy because that's who is the guy who did. We gotta bring Captain for that. He's this cat Sons of Anarchy guy. I didn't see it though. Which holds no interest to me, but now seeing Yellowstone, I'm like, now I gotta watch this. Ah, goddamn son of Anarchy. Did, huh? Oh. Well, this Yellowstone guy did the movie Hell or High Water, which was mm-hmm. phenomenal. I thought just a you know small little you know kind of modern western kind of deal. Two brothers, Robin Banks, and you know it's Jeff just, Bridges. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And uh, so that was a very fine little movie. Andy, today, I was listening today actually an interview with Costner where he was talking about Open Range, which I've never seen. But that was a Western he directed. Costner grew up in Compton, of all places. Wow. Who the hell would have seen that? Comment? How about that? Then he goes on to fucking get three draft picks out of Jacksonville. I mean, the guy really came a long way. <laughs> I, 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 saw, I, watched, I, watched train, I watched Draft Day, too. I didn't hate it. I didn't see that movie. Before, <laughs> everybody on the board talks about that movie. But how is it? No, nobody hates it because everyone knows it so well. They, they quote a chapter. We've all watched it 10 times. It fucking sucks, but it's like, it's very watchable. <laughs> I've only seen it once, but like, what the Rams are doing now is not di- that much different than what Kevin <laughs> <laughs> I it's not that. as far fetched now when you see what the Rams have done. Yeah, they've been <laughs> mongos, absolutely. <laughs> Sean Payton's dropping his father's ashes on the field. Oh, let me get the picket. Let me call it a. Uh... I mean, what a ridiculous movie! But it's so good because <laughs> of Costner. I might read it. I swear to God, I I need to see this for for real. <laughs> Costner is great, isn't he? The king. Oh yeah, you've not seen Draft Day, dude. 
No, I, I, I hear. I uh, that is must watch, especially you're... getting into the draft. Watch yeah. that the Wednesday before the yeah. draft. This yeah, you're right. You can right. watch it. You can watch it for free on Tubi. Tubi. Okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll go take up Tubi. We yeah, have even I, more apps. We don't have like you already had like a half a dozen. We have so like nine, nine more apps. apps. Yeah. That that is your main homework assignment. Though. Absolutely, I'm on nice, it. I'll, nice I'll get breezy watch. Yeah, I got this. <laughs> I will put the tube on and I'll get it going. Yeah, thank you, Andy. That's a great idea. I will do that. I owe it to myself. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's that's great stuff. Now, um, I don't know where you go from there. That's pretty good. Any other Costner related? I did see Bull. So the other, when you watch when you watch Costner this draft day movie, just remember Mike put this out as like this is a documentary. This is exactly <laughs> how the NFL draft goes. <laughs> the GM gets the, the fucking team accountant pregnant, and uh, you know all the chaos that ensues. So he's not friends with the guy. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's such goodness. So you're saying movie. it's better than Ten Cup? Is that right? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I just, when Mike, I think Tim Cup's a fine movie. I know it's not a but Tim Cup's iconic when he's doing uh, "Give Me the Ball." Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's uh, you can't play around a round of golf without someone dropping some Tim Cup shit on the course. <laughs> so you, you know, you... no, but this because <laughs> Mike would reference it to like NFL personnel guys. Like, don't you think this movie's very accurate? Like, uh, yeah, Mike. Whatever. Like, you're fucking out of your mind. Like. Fucking oh, ridiculous! I need to watch that before the end of the week now. Too good. That will just enhance your experience. Like thinking Mike of all people like took it very seriously. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's just awesome. Like I heard about that. I just didn't realize how seriously he actually. Took that was it. why I watched it. Like I don't know. If oh, he really did it. Oh, that's good. That's funny. <laughs> a, a little fun fact I never revealed on the board. I almost worked on that movie. I had ah. gotten called to uh, if I only knew. That would have uh, really been a life stealer. Could have been rubbing elbows with Goodell. <laughs> yeah, that's right about the time he got hired, right? Goodell, they kind of tame in about late 2000s, so it's pretty close to there. I'd say, yeah, roughly that era. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Um, you know, we talk about how much baseball movies are like more have more juice than football movies, but there are some good ones. There are some, like, even if it's just good for bad, like that and like the longest yard and the replacements. There's a lot of shitty movies that are like good for like comedy purposes. Like those are good ones. I'm, I maybe put my reputation on the line with this because it may suck. I haven't watched it in a long time, but you know what? Football movie I used to love is Wildcats ah. with Goldie Hawn. Did you ever see that movie? Never seen that one. No. I haven't seen that. She, no. she becomes a high school football coach of like an inner city high school. And uh, there's just a great character. It's the first pairing of Woody and Wesley, actually, when they're both kind of nobodies. <laughs> Woody Harrelson and Wesley Snipes in a movie. Um, so this is before Do the Right Thing, then? Or, no, sorry, yeah, Do the Right Thing, not Do the Right Thing. Like, White Man Catch Up? Or a lot of things whoever? for everybody. I don't, know if, I don't know if Woody was even in Cheers at this point. This was, like, wow. uh, 1986. So, like, nobody – it was only Goldie was, like, the only famous person. Though. Mm-hmm. And it's a very enjoyable movie, though. I'll say that. Wow. Pretty good. Um that, in a thin field, in a thin field of football movies. So. Yeah, for sure. Like any given Sunday, another one. Al Pacino, I think was it was, or was it Robert De Niro? Which one? Yeah, Pacino. Yeah, Pacino. Right. Pacino. right. That's another one. So the quality. We're in hell right now, gentlemen. <laughs> you know what? That I did. It's a six inches in front of your face. I can't do it for you. <laughs> Good stuff. 
I'll check. That, that was a movie that probably could have been better too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. The, the you know, sometimes because Pacino. But think of that movie just, being ahead of time, though, with the pocket passer versus you know the running quarterback debate. Yeah, like that was right. that was right at the cusp of that kind of theme. You know. Um, what else? Dennis we Quaid. I mean, yeah, the, Dennis Quaid. Is the Cameron Diaz quarterback. is just ridiculous in it. Like that's absurd. <laughs> yeah, but. I don't. When Pacino is just basically playing Pacino, yeah, it's just like so over literally, literally Pacino from Heat, like the same wardrobe, <laughs> just fucking showed yes. up on the sidelines. Don't waste my motherfucking time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Be there when he's talking to that. Yeah, I, I mean, I I'm on the wrong side of a marriage. My third. Yeah. I like he. So if he, I see you at a barbecue. Yeah, <laughs> he was. It's a little long, but I think those Michael Mann movies—they just like they don't they don't age well for some reason. Like I want to watch Thief with James Caan, but I watched the trailer. I'm like, oh man, it's just so. Oh, I've never seen that. It's so. Now, Dave, dated. have you seen Heat? I, for Dave, whatever reason, I haven't Heat? seen Heat. I should. That's an LA movie. I should. Just, I should see that movie. That what I I've never been to LA, and when I picture LA, I basically picture Heat. It's some <laughs> mix of Heat. I, I, I really, I swear though, like it's, yeah. to me, like that's like really what I, I, I don't know what I picture with LA, but it's like that's <laughs> you know such an amazing snapshot. It's... That and once once upon a time in Hollywood, some Lebowski. some mix of that. Love that. Yeah, a good LA movie. That was a good yeah. LA movie though. Once upon a time, we Quicks and I talked about that a few years ago. Like it was a it was a solid movie. It was a fun, it was a fun movie. Yeah. So um, I need to see it again. I think it's on there somewhere. But that'd be worth seeing again. Very authentic movie, though, for sure. Um, uh, so I get, yeah. That was what other TV shows are we missing here? I think yeah, those I are just, the big themes we had to hit. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, what was the other big TV show that was out over the last like two year, like year and a half or so that we could have caught up on? Andy, anything out that other than your Marvel stuff that you've been watching? So I'm watching The Crown. I'm watching okay. The Crown. Okay. And it's it's a slow burn, but no, I mean, I can't. There's no spoilers because it's all historical. So, yeah. uh, do you got quickies? You watching The Crown? I, I want to get into it because I am big time into the um, the Churchill movie, the um, what, the Darkest Hour. The one with so, Carol, so, right? if, you, if you if you like this movie, then you should watch The Crown because it's yeah. sort of so the Crown's up basically... good. It's weird as like so the seasons one and two. It's it's you know they're younger and then they switch. They basically Everyone. You told me that, and that put me off it. Where I'm like, "This is fucking nonsense." If you're... Yeah, but the but guy... I guess Yellowstone does that. Yellowstone's got fake young Costner, which is a little yeah. jarring, but for sure. But no, so the the actress that plays Princess Margaret in season one and two, she's a babe, so that's that's worth the price of admission alone. And um, <laughs> John Lithgow plays a really good Winston Churchill. And yeah, so it's it's weird because so season one starts in 1945 and even flashbacks go back to like the late 30s. And then by season three, you're uh, you're where season three ends. It's like 1977. And so like now you got David Bowie in the background and <laughs> season one, 1945, yeah, yeah. it's like big band stuff. So and then season four, they go into like the 80s. And yeah. uh, oh, so are you caught all the way up through that now? I just started. Uh, I just started season four, um, so I, I, 
I got like eight. I think each season's like eight, eight or nine episodes. So season four starts off with like I never knew, but the IRA assassinated this guy named, uh, you know, Lord Mountbatten, uh, and he was like the uncle of Prince Philip. And no, I mean it's not a spoiler. I mean it really happened. You could Google him. Like they blew up the boat he was fishing on. So that's a lot. That's a bad way to go. You're, yeah. you're, you're, you're fishing for lobster with your grandkids and the IRA's got a bomb on your boat. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of conspiracy theories on that show. My mom has been watching that show. She told me about that. Like, a lot of conspiracy stuff. What, do you, it's, do you... Yeah, it's great. Like, they, so the whole time, like, Doggy was talking about, because Doggy got into it, and he was like, he was like I thought the whole time there was going to be an episode where they meet the Beatles, but it was actually they, they meet the uh, Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, what is the Beatle episode? <laughs> like, are it's like, oh, they didn't meet the Beatles. They met the, the guys that landed on the moon. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I would have enjoyed the Beatles more. That would have been more entertaining. Oh, well. Yeah. I'll tell so, you what yeah. show I'm looking forward to. I don't know if you guys have seen. I thought I popped it on the board. They're rebooting, or not rebooting, I guess they're just doing a little reunion for a six-episode mini-series of the original Real World cast from New York. Oh. MTV The Real World. So they're... Puck, Puck and Pedro? No, that was San Francisco. No, no, no. This is like way before the... Uh, who was in this one? Julie, the redneck, and then Eric Knees, whose father was Jack Knees, the NBA ref, probably on the take with Donahue. And... Uh, <laughs> Donahue? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> His father was an NBA ref, Jack Meese. And uh, uh, we have uh, Andre and Norm. So that's, I think that you'll hear a lot of buzz about that show. Might be a little before you guys thought. But again, for the old dogs, appointment <laughs> viewing. Love it. Well, <clears throat> I can't say much about it. I've never seen the world old, so I have no feel. But Andy, maybe you do. I'm going to be, I never really got into the real world. Like, I watched the one in Miami. I watched the one in the Vegas one. I just, you know what, not to sound like old man yelling at the clouds, like even back then I was like, there's just way too many commercials. Like just, and then like <laughs> once they come back from commercial, they show exactly what they showed before they went to commercial. And the then they that's because they, that, they stretched the show out to an hour. I think it used to be like a half hour show. So it was a little, a little tighter. The first one was good because they shot it over nine months and it was like a documentary. It's like, here's what happens when these people live together. Then yeah. by like season, like Las Vegas, it's like, we're going to film in six weeks and hey, guess what? You're going to run a bakery. Yeah. They always gave him some nonsense job. You know, like, yeah, it's a good point. I think like in its payday, there was some more authenticity to it because they were like, normal people and then by the end of it like you and they didn't know what they were doing yeah there was no one knew how to be on the real world and then they yeah watch these it clowns like, now like i just want to be on the show and like yeah now now they're on tiktok you know they're just superficial fucks rather yeah. than like, yeah. you know normal well the original people. one was like artists in new york trying to like make it now and then yeah so they were all out all day doing whatever you know they did to make it going on auditions or you know whatever and they lost that theme so. Yep, I guess we're getting close to the end of our time. But I, my question then to you would be: What shows are you have you not seen yet that but you want to go see? So, uh, quickies, I'll go to you first, and you can give us our look ahead. 
I'm a, I'm a terrible guest for a TV show because I have so many or TV you know podcasts because I haven't seen uh, The Wire. That's right up on my list now. I think Breaking Bad. I probably get to get to. And Peaky, we'll call those the big three, I guess. I'll throw in Sons of Anarchy. Truth be told, when Yellowstone's done, I'm probably going straight to Sons of Anarchy, just because um, you know, I know I'm not eating my 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 broccoli. I should be watching better stuff, but you know, I, I'm gonna eat my dessert, and watch some Sons of Anarchy, and see how that one goes. No shame in that, though. I mean, uh, it sounds like a fun show. So, but I need to, you know, The Wire seems like a show you should have. Seen. I did start rewatching Sopranos during the pandemic, and mm-hmm. I would like to kind of finish that. I think they said a lot of people went down that road. So, yeah. Um, most of my family, my niece and nephews are all younger. That's the first time they ever watched it. So, um, Oh, the Sopranos? Really? So, well, they're young, you know? And yeah, like, yeah. You know, and we're all from Jersey, so it's like, I'm like, you really should kind of just see this, because it's sort of interesting. It's like yeah. out your back door, you know, all the, all, all the places they filmed. Plus, it's a great show. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's uh, I, I've called the other one a groundbreaking show. This is too, because it's like the first of the big cable shows, right? Like, this is the one that everybody yeah. was talking about every week. And so, the big one. So, for sure. Um, okay, India, what other shows are you looking for other than the Marvel stuff? What What's on your horizon? So, I sidetracked here. I watched Midnight Run and saw Joe Pantoliano in it. And so, I, I was like, I remember him for The Sopranos. And Quickies, I hadn't watched The Sopranos. I never rewatched it. I watched it like in the early 2000s, like in college. So then okay. I like, I read, I totally forgot like basically Joe, like his arc. I don't like, but I'm reading about how like his son got like shot in the arrow and then like he, he like killed Tony's horse. And like, I forgot about all that stuff. And like, there's so much stuff like I need to rewatch The Sopranos because there's so much stuff that like I don't remember from that show. I Just think to... he is the biggest non-core or whatever I don't know what you call him a guest character. Like he's on for a season basically, but it's for what he is, he's he is the biggest outside person they ever. Yeah, brought not in Frankie Valli. And that, not <laughs> him. Well, no, not him. Not uh, Steve Buscemi was on there too. Yeah, you know? but was it's on like it. he he blew him out of the water. Frank Vincent, you know, any of those guys. I, you know, the Joey Pan stuff on Sopranos is phenomenal. Like Joey, yeah, I f- forgot how much of a character he was, but yeah, so I gotta. That's I'm not gonna, you know, no, the, I can't set that goal for 2021. I'm not gonna rewatch the Sopranos. <laughs> but I do want like, to. We, like, we, t- we tweak Mike and the Bad Dog, but that was the last time I think I truly enjoyed them. Is when they would actually review Sopranos and like you'd be like, oh, yeah, this is you know. That show was very much must watch at the time. Yeah. And you know, I it was a great show, but I need to finish. Like, so my girlfriend and I got a it's like we got watched uh the second half of season eight and then season nine of The Office. Uh, because I never watched uh, I gave up on that show like in season four. I still need to watch the last like two and a half seasons of Cheers, even though it's so bad now. I'm at the part with Christy Alley and that weird looking English dude that's like such a Stereotypical. Brit. Oh yeah. Wait, Frazier? Yeah. No, no, not, Robin, not Robin Cole. Robin, Rob. Oh. I think you, oh, it gets it gets even worse than Robin. You were in the uh, Joe Namath on the Rams fucking face. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you're probably like season ten at that point, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, yeah, I've seen the Kevin McCann what, episode. It's... Once they make Paul a regular, you know, like regular character. 
I'll tell I you, the biggest s- underrated theme of Cheers is Gary's Old Town Tavern. Like, that's a show you can actually go back and make. Like, just make that fucking show where you're not rebooting Cheers, but, like, do the show from that far, you know. Gary from, Gary from Cheers actually looks like a older, balder version of Dave Portnoy. <laughs> right uh... that's, yeah that's you're right because every season there's always like an episode where there's like each bar is trying to one up and it's such other. a great little thing right just a nice little moment and you know i, I can't think of too many shows like that so it was uh it's great it's an yeah, i gotta show. so i gotta finish that i need to watch yeah i gotta re finish better call Saul at some point but I don't know, guys. There's just so much TV. Then the other thing we like to do is like, I'll just pop on a Seinfeld, um, just like, oh, you mean my? I, we watched the Mango last night. That was a good episode. Good one. <laughs> yeah. So that's on Hulu. So you just like play like Seinfeld roulette, like pick a season, any season. Let's <laughs> uh, watch this one. I started watching a little Parks and Rec, and that show's got some juice. I'll say that for it. Chris Pratt, Marvel, Marvel veteran. There's yeah. a lot of good character work on that show. So. Too many shows, Dave. It too really is. I, I, I'm having a struggle with it, too. I mean, I think that's on my list, too. Parks and Rec, Peaky Blinders. I got to finish WandaVision. I've got, what is it, Boardwalk Empire. I'm going to add that to the list. This is a long list. And then there's shows people go ham for, right? Yeah. Where they're like, you got to watch The Undoing. I don't, know if anyone told I don't even me. know what that is. <laughs> it's some HBO show. And everyone's like, you got to see this show. It's incredible. And that was out like three months ago. And I was like, what the fuck? No, one, no one's talking about it. Like, there's no, yeah, there's no like afterglow. Oh, just... yeah. Like Tiger King. I'm, I haven't watched Tiger King. Oh, boy. That's a Tiger King is pretty good. I will. Oh, you like Tiger King? Okay. I was going to say. I did. That... You, did, you were down on it? I I've, I've never seen it. I have no idea. But it just seems like a really hokey program. But. Like, oh, it completely is. And it, well, you know what it was? It's such a snapshot of the pandemic where it's like, right, it's, right. it's shit no one would have watched under normal circumstances. <laughs> That's we're all exactly stuck in our house. Thought. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Another, so here's a, Tommy, I watched it. Tommy loves it. Like, and before I watched it the first time, they were like, you're not going to like it because the football scenes are so unrealistic. But I, I rewatched the first season of Friday Night Lights and I, that was not like a, it was not a distraction. Like I love Friday Night Lights. Monica didn't like it as much, so that's why we didn't continue watching it. But I'd like again if I had more time, I'd rewatch Friday Night Lights beyond season one. That's a good one too. I would actually give that a whirl. I've not seen yeah. that either. It's a great one. That's a great call. Cause... The one thing I'll say is I'm so glad I didn't watch. What was the show with the fucking dragons and the swords? Game, and Game of Thrones. Thrones. Yeah. Yes. I felt so vindicated. Everyone's like, you have to watch Game of Thrones. And then apparently the last episode or the last season sucked. And I'm like, ah, I'm so glad I didn't waste my time with this. I can just fucking sit back and laugh. Andy, you've been a Game of Thrones. Same thing with Lost, too, right? Like, everyone's going fucking bananas for Lost. I didn't hate Lost. Yeah, I didn't hate the Lost ending as much as everyone. That's the, that's like the biggest first world problem about TV. Like, the show's end, and Okay, now we can really, like, not to get too deep. So shows that run its course in the end, like, you're going to leave the viewers, like, unsatisfied. But it has to and you end. And you should celebrate it, right? Like, yeah. it's like, Good. This fucking, what's the show with the nurses on, channel, on ABC? 
Grey's Anatomy. Uh, Grey's Anatomy. That show is what? What year is that show in? Like, You're right. It's still on. To tell. That's true. Like it's crazy. <laughs> it's, it's like half your life. Grey's Anatomy is like. <laughs> but then there's a show. There are shows that like they just get pulled off the air. They end like prematurely. I have yes. a, like. I have a good one. Like for example, Agent Carter. Right. They, it ended because they didn't like. They were like, we don't have the budget for it. There's another show called Rubicon, which I watched that ended after like two seasons, and that's like a very like a espionage. You don't really know what's going on. That ended. another show. I actually was okay with Vinyl on HBO. I watched I a little bit of that. that. I just think yeah. about that. Not bad. Yeah. I'm not saying you have to go back and watch it, but like that's another show that ended very surprisingly, very abruptly, too. Like they spent $120 million. I was just going to say, they season. put so much money into that. I'm surprised they quit on it so fast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot of people were down on it. But yeah. I think it just about found itself. And then, you know, I think the bloom was off the rose. There are too many what were you guys Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, yeah. Dave, you were saying what? Oh, go, well, go, go. I was just going to say, there are too many shows that end so abruptly because I feel like there are some that could have been amazing. And my one of the biggest example for me was a show that was on ESPN of all places about football players called Playmakers. You guys remember Playmakers? Oh, I heard about it. I never oh, yeah. watched it. It was good. It was a good show. It was so provocative, and they just cut it off like after like barely like like a dozen episodes. It was, I, I they really we really missed out. I think that could have been a really yeah. good show. So yeah, but then The Rock just. He has Ballers on HBO, which is like the yeah, it's pretty cool. Same thing. <laughs> I like Ballers. I, I watched like the first season. A I'm show. a season behind on Ballers. Yeah. LT loves Ballers. That what a <laughs> shocker that is! Of all the surprising things in this world, LT being a Ballers. Guy. That's true. That's true. LT he picks his spots. Yeah. You know. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, so there's a lot of good show. Yeah, you're right. It's overwhelming. There's so many shows. I mean, we're never gonna catch up. There's just too many good. TV shows out there, past and present. I, like I don't Andy. read. It's hard to read books. Hard to watch sports. Hard to play video games. I need to. Yeah, it's a first world problem because <laughs> back in the you know, if this was a hundred years ago, we'd be like, you know, do we have enough coal for the furnace to stay warm? <laughs> <laughs> right on. Well, guys, I do appreciate your guys' reviews because it helps me give some ideas from like what I can watch next. There's a lot of good stuff. Like, I'm really excited. So uh, enjoy, I guess, is my thing. Um, that's about it. I mean, any anything else you guys want to say before we go? I think we nailed it. I think yeah. we covered everything. I think we nailed well, it, too. You know. Look, the Oscars... And we'll see if the Oscars bring any juice. Yeah, I guess that's <laughs> yeah. the next thing. Yeah, I didn't see any of the movies. I'm not going to, so I'm probably just going to leave it at that. All right, guys. Well, thanks. Enjoy your weekend. Um, well, you guys aren't going to rewatch Parasite right when the show ends. <laughs> <laughs> I could. It was a good movie. I liked it. I like Parasite. I I liked it a lot too. Yeah. I remember we talked about that, and you're yeah. like, still. By the time the Oscars get around, you guys will be into it. I think I'll be into it too. But I'm, yeah, I think right so. now it's 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 hard. I will say that. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like an, an, an NIT year for the movie. No, that your analogy was great because it was like the I hated the baseball season, and then once like this playoff start, I'm like, I'm back in. I'm back <laughs> in. Hey, I remember that. I remember. That. <laughs> You're right. So we'll feel that out for sure. That'd be fun. Um, I wouldn't even know. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, we'll soak it all in, guys. Have a great weekend. Thank you for doing this. This is a really fun show. Take care, guys.
All right, take care. Later, everybody. Take care, guys. Thanks so much, fellas. Oh, that was fun. All right, Andy and 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 Quickies. That's our show tonight. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. We hope you've enjoyed it. Um, if you're looking for all of our back episodes, you can check them out over on ditcow.com. We're on the web at ditcow.com. There, that's that's where we. <laughs> I just said that, but uh, we're on we're on uh, we're on Facebook, facebook.com slash ditcow. We're on Twitter, twitter.com. We're at ditcow there, and. If you're trying to, if, and if you want to subscribe to us, just go to, uh, just look for Dave in the City Out West on your Apple Podcast or your podcast feed of choice. Your program of choice will have it there. Thanks, everybody. We appreciate it. Enjoy your weekend. And uh, we'll be back with our regular sports coverage um, next week, back into the NBA. We'll do our first first half roundup with our friend Chris in Georgia. And then we'll do a preview for the NCAA tournament. Uh, guest to be announced, but it's going to be a good preview. So until then, we'll see you next time.